Hi everyone, welcome to Bina 007 Movie Reviews, back after a long hiatus. Today I am joined by Amber. Hello, Amber. Uh, also Amber Rocks on the podcast of Ice and Fire Forum. And we are going to discuss the movie called either Zootopia, if you're in the US, or Zootropolis in the UK, which has been a massive hit for Disney Pixar Animation. I think it's their highest grossing film. And it's basically set, um, or the conceit is that the world is made up of anthropomorphic animals and they all live in peace or they've evolved beyond their predator instinct so how would you rate this amber out of five and it actually we should both say we didn't watch it with kids right i didn't uh i not well if, unless my husband counts yeah so how did you rate it compared to recent sort of animated films um oh gosh i don't even know what animated films we watched recently but against other animated films in general i kind of uh, i guess a three three point two five maybe i i enjoyed it while i watched it but i was surprised at how kind of forgettable it was i didn't there weren't any particular characters that i really fell in love with um if anybody knows me from facebook there is nothing I love more than cute animals. I know, <laughs> and I thought everything... this film would be right up your street. I mean... <laughs> so, did I, so did I. And everything was really darling. Um, but it just wasn't... Um, I didn't love any of the main... I really didn't love any. They, were, they all just kind of served their purpose. Um, you know, it's one of those films where I probably actually... You know, I'll go back to like Monsters, Inc. or The Lion King and watch those again. I probably don't ever need to watch this. I agree. I I agree. I wouldn't watch this again. Although I enjoyed it while I was in there, but I was surprised at just how political and how kind of intellectual it was rather than emotional. Like if you had a sliding scale of kind of intellect to emotion with sort of finding Nemo at the high emotion end of the scale, Mm -hmm. then this is definitely the other end of the scale. And I think, well, there's two two things we should explore as we get into the review. Um, Number one, how far did you think the politics worked or the way they handled it for a kid's film? And then secondly, but maybe we can do it first, is that thing of not connecting to the main characters. Because apparently, basically the movie posits, like it's like an odd couple kind of detective drama comedy romance I guess between Judy Hopps who's this cute little bunny rabbit who's voiced by Jennifer Goodwin and Nick Wilde who's meant to be the slick rick Wiley Fox who's voiced by Jason Bateman and she's the cop Ernest comes to the big city wants to make the world a better place and crack crime and he's the guy who's always hustling um, working on the other side of the law and they get together to try and solve this crime of all these missing mammals Um, but apparently Originally, when the movie was written, Nick Wilde was the main character and Judy Hopps was a tiny, tiny character, Hmm. but test audiences didn't really connect to him. And so they actually made the role of Judy Hopps much bigger, which amazed me because she's like the whole movie, right? I mean, yeah, it's all her story from even from flashbacks to like her childhood and how that translates to the crimes today. Absolutely. So if they did change that late in production, it's, it's a giant job and kind of well done but I think it speaks to the fact that they presumably feel Judy Hopps is just too cute and um, (laughs) (laughs) I don't know I quite liked Idris Elba as Chief Bogo the cop chief but uh, what can I say about that Um, I had I I had missed that he was even that he he even had a role in it and I realized that like his first little scene I was like oh is that is that Idris 
you know, I'm hitting my husband. And um, so that, you know, it's funny with animated films, I never feel like the, the character, the voice characters really make a big difference. But for this one, I felt like it did. Like, he, I actually probably liked his character, the, one of the, I liked him kind of best of a lot of the characters, whereas I've never really been turned on by Jennifer Goodwin. Um, yeah. What's his name is, is funny, but everybody was just kind of blah. Well, Jason Bateman play, plays the character he always plays, which is the sort of the wise cracking. Exactly. You know, he's been playing that character since he was a teenager, basically. But yeah, Idris Elba was good. Jason as a fox. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Idris Elba does, uh, he makes me happy. And I think it's <laughs> it's kind of interesting because he's going to voice um, Sher Khan. They're doing that Shere sort of Khan. weird CGI live action, whatever it is, version yes. of Jungle Book. So I'm kind of super excited about that. But yes. And actually, the person, I was thinking about this, looking through the cast list, which is amazing. You've got Shakira in there as a singer. You've got J.K. Simmons, Octavia Spencer, you know, all these like really famous actors. But actually, the one who I thought did the best job was um, Nate Torrance, who I hadn't heard of. And he plays Clawhauser, who's the little cheetah who mans the front desk of the police station. Oh, yeah. The kind of like schlubby, fat cheetah who then gets kicked out when they turn against predators. In my head, that was totally um, Jonah... Jonah Hill or Seth Rogen because yes. he's fat. Yeah, it was. I totally just. I knew it wasn't Jonah Hill, but I just in my head that's that's who that was. Yes, yeah. he was darling. And of course, that kind of like thought casting is exactly what this film is about, right? Because it's so. I mean, this is the thing that I find weird about this movie. It's so political because it pos- posits mm-hmm. this idea of like we were talking before the podcast about why is it changed from Zootopia to Zootropolis in England, but. By calling it Zootopia, which kind of sounds like utopia, it makes out this utopian dream of this place where everyone's equal and anyone can do any job and you can be what you want to be, which is a bit, I think, like a spin on the American dream. Mm-hmm. And then the reality is that there's positive discrimination, um, like the mammals getting into the police force. There's lots of discriminate, like basically racism against predators as being aggressive and bunnies as just being cute and mm-hmm. sheep as just being like you know easy to manipulate and it's, it's actually like a really mm-hmm. yeah it's a discriminatory society so it's it they lay yeah. it on quite thick <laughs> yeah it definitely felt like okay here's the story with a lesson I that was interesting to hear you say that that it did so well at the box office I didn't really pay attention but I wonder what it is was it people bringing their kids just because of the look of it or you know it doesn't seem like a movie that anybody would who is not you know who's under who's over like seven years old would want to really watch over and over um yeah exactly the sevens and unders I mean did they really I mean there's a lot of like physical gags I suppose so maybe that's what the kids get but I thought it was pretty heavy in the way that Frozen obviously had a message about you know sisterly love and it's not just about falling for the handsome prince but I still felt that with Frozen, there was other stuff in the story. You know, there was a lot of comedy, mm-hmm. a lot of goofy stuff, and a lot of romance. Whereas in this one, it was just, it felt to me a bit like the politics was all there was. And hence, like you said, not really connecting to the characters. Because it wasn't, I mean, there's an emotional journey insofar as the bunny and, and the fox learn to get along. 
But, you know, that mm-hmm. was the story in The Fox and the Hound in Disney movies in, like, the late, early Aww. 80s. So, oh, I know. I love that film. And that has a real emotional punch, so... Yeah, it was it was more like it was just a movie that they had written that could have easily been live action, but just would have been too boring and too kind of, you know, repetitive of things that have done been done before. So it's like, oh, let's just put some really adorable animals in there. And the animation was incredible. It was really fun to look at, but it's like you know, at some point there does have to be some sort of hook, some sort of interesting story. Otherwise, yeah. what's the point? So basically the story of this film, it, it plays out, I guess, like a detective. It's it's a detective story. It's like Lethal Weapon, basically, with these two odd couple <laughs> cops trying to solve the crime. The crime is solved notionally without spoiling it about, I guess, two-thirds of the way through. And then you kind of get the wrap-up of what's really going on behind the scenes of Zetropolis and, mm-hmm. and the kind of agenda that some people have where they're trying to upset the utopian dream of the place. Um, yeah, but it's not its not like an emotional arc. It's not an emotional resolution. Like with Frozen, it has a message, but the emotional arc is that the two sisters who've been estranged um, in a massive way and don't talk to each other have to come back together and hug it out, you know. And there's no kind of equivalent, really. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's basically my problem. So I'm like you, I'd give it a three out of five. It's beautifully drawn, but it's, I, I just really, I'd love to hear from people who have small kids about whether they really enjoyed it. Cause did you not, did you not go with, yeah, but he's not, going super, he's not super young though. Ah, yeah. Yeah. So he's well, old, he's think... old enough to get a bit of the political vibe. But I, I think like going with a really young kid, like a, you know, the kind of kids that you can take to see Finding Nemo and they just get it mm-hmm. instinctively. They just mm-hmm. get the joy out of it. Um, you know, or a little kid seeing, like, the, the original Jungle Book uh, animated movie and just loving the songs and getting that they love Baloo and he's fun. Mm-hmm. You know, in that kind of a way. Actually, that's... Yeah, w- uh, one thought I had about as far as the resolution and it not really being emotional, it seemed like... They, they were hitting you over the head so hard with this idea that, like, you know, everything's great, but then some people are speciesist, um, you know, and <laughs> it, it presented such a huge, assume, presumably deep-rooted issue, but then they solved it by kind of getting rid of the bad guy, and you're left thinking, you know, well, it's like, well, that doesn't necessarily mean that things like this aren't going to come up all the time, or that issues and foxes don't happen everywhere all the time is kind of like more of a hopeful ending than it really should have been yeah because what was the message of the film because on the (laughs) one hand the message of the film is that you know everyone told this cute little bunny judy hops not to pursue her dream and that she wouldn't be able to be a cop she was too little and too cute but she goes and solves the crime and she cracks everything and so is the message hold on to your dreams or is the message what Idris Elba's character, Chief Bongo, says is, you know, this isn't a movie where you sing a pretty song and marry the prince at the end. Let it go. Mm. Ha ha, frozen joke. <laughs> but I kind of felt that was the message because Zootropolis still stays a place fundamentally. It kind of, I don't know, it was very contradictory, not contradictory. Maybe it's the same contradiction that we all have in modern life living in Western multicultural societies is that we aspire to perfect multiculturalism, but at the end of the day human nature being what it is, there's always going to be some prejudice. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, it definitely presents big ideas, but I just, it wasn't enough of a, it wasn't enough fun to get me hooked. Yeah. 
I don't know. I mean, maybe it's... Um, have you ever seen the um, Avenue Q musical? It's like the one with the Muppets uh, in it. What you're talking about, but I have not. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, so there's a song in there which is... It's kind of like South Park, so the, the humor's quite sort of rude and on the button, but there's a song in there that's called Everyone's a Little Bit Racist. And I kind of feel like that's the message <laughs> of Zootropolis, which yeah. um, everyone's a little bit racist, but don't worry, you've just got to try and be president despite the fact that you're a black man or a woman, nonetheless. Right, <laughs> without, actually, without actually presenting any any kind of outlet or solution. Yeah. All that, so... Now, now that I think about it, there were no songs in this, right? There was the musical number by Shakira. Yeah. Which was weird. She sounded Song very auto-tuned out. It was odd. And she plays yeah. a gazelle. A gazelle. <laughs> Called gazelle. Yeah, not a not a super fan of Shakira anyways. So maybe that was another part of it. that, Like, I thought that whole bit was cute where the, the cheetah guy was so in love with her. But, yeah, it was just kind of like, eh. I mean, isn't she a bit past it? I mean, shouldn't they have gone for someone, for that audience, someone more like, they probably can't afford Taylor Swift, but someone more in the sort of Megan Trainer sort of yeah. range? Um, I don't know. Anyways, guys, as you can hear, Amber and I are both fairly equivocal about Zootopia, even though it's been a rampant success. I didn't hate it. I just, and I had a good time watching it. It's just very I political. think it might... And um, yeah. I don't think either of us would probably rush I... out to watch it again, right? No, I feel like if I had a young child in my home for a long period that was in love with this movie, I don't think it would pain me to have it on all the time. Um, but since I don't, I probably will not see it again. Which is, <laughs> I had really super high expectations. So a lot of the trailers, so I probably saw the trailer for this. Uh, let's see. So we saw The Force Awakens seven times in theaters. Mm. And I... I think that they played the trailer for this every time and every time came, I laughed so hard. And so kind of just, I had this mindset that like, this is going to be awesome. It's going to be amazing. It is funny. And it's just disposable. I, and I it's still funny. laughed, but it was just kind of like, eh. Yeah. Okay. Well, if you've seen Zootopia and agree or disagree with our views, feel free to leave a comment at beena007.com. Um, otherwise, the movie has a running time of 108 minutes, it's rated PG, and it's on release pretty much everywhere, except it's released in Japan on April 23rd and Turkey on June 10th. Thank you for listening. Thanks, Bina.